Hi, it's Jesse, and this is a shout out to everyone who jumped on JoeFresh.com to get my limited edition matching family collection. It's been selling so fast. The baby romper, the kid set, and the dress are my obsessions for the summer. I am loving seeing them on your kids, and they're so affordable. The toddler dress is $16. That's why I bought 10 and smuggled them back into the U.S. illegally for my friend's kids. I shouldn't have said that on a recorded medium. Anyway, the Jesse Collection is out now in select stores and at JoeFresh.com. Get it before it's gone. Or before I'm gone. To jail. This week on Phone a Friend. I predicted the InSync reunion and I know what's happening with the tour. This I promise you. Taylor Swift has a new man and suddenly we have to watch football. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are turning hot divorce summer into cold lawsuit fall. And Demois joined me anonymously to tell me everything about it all. I think they definitely are. It's hot. It's fucking hot. I hope you're in an undisclosed location with a disguise on because the things she tells me are highly classified. So destroy your phone after listening and enjoy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Girl. Let's phone a friend with Jesse Kripschick. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I am not going to be a non please. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm Jesse Crookshank. And Jason, my producer, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Identify yourself. Hello. Hello, I'm back. He's back. We missed you last week. Reunited at last. Reunited at last for what I'm just going to say is the episode. The episode. This is the one we have been waiting for. I mean, Jace, when we created Phone a Friend all those many, many, many months ago, we said maybe one day we'll get to phone the mystery woman behind the world's biggest celebrity news and gossip page, De Moi. And today is that day. We did it. We did it. 
It's big. Who did it? It's huge. And I say, I say, de moi, de moi, Same. de moi, right? De moi. de moi, yeah, de moi. I went to French immersion, so I am bilingual. <laughs> At least I was when I was eleven. <laughs> so to me, it is de moi. Of course, Heidi and Spencer, as we all know, call it du moi, right. <laughs> which is frankly culturally offensive. Du moi. When was the last time you were actually on du moi? I don't even think I've ever been on. So then is how, it a website or an app? <laughs> so then how is it your favorite? We played this clip last week on the voicemail episode because it haunts me at night yeah. that they had her on their podcast and didn't even know what it is or what she does. So let me tell you, I've done my research. I've been doing my research since she launched in 2020. So she is anonymous, okay? We just know, we call her... Do moi. I'm calling her on the phone. We're not allowed to see her face. We don't even have like a real email address for her. She's totally anonymous because nobody knows who she is, but she has 2 million Instagram followers. And in the past few years, she's sort of become, on the one hand, controversial in the celebrity community, but at the same time, she's the place for Hollywood gossip, rumors, news. Really, Demois has broken some of the biggest stories in the last few years. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde's relationship first reported on Demois. She also announced Kim and Kanye's breakup first. Kim Kardashian, Jason, calls Demois the Bible. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just saying, like, if we are a pop culture podcast, I guess today I'm placing the holiest call of all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. you know? Brace yourselves for a religious experience, phonies, okay? She calls herself the curator of pop culture, and today I am just her noble servant. If I knew more about religion, I could make a better joke. But I don't. And so today, Dubois is essentially going to be my co-host, right? Like, here's what we were thinking. Why should I talk about Taylor Swift's new man, Joe Jonas's increasingly messy divorce, Usher's Super Bowl scandal, when she's the one who's literally broken every single one of those stories, right? The premise of the show is to phone a friend when I have questions about things happening in pop culture. Dumois is the reason these things are happening in pop culture. So today, I am picking up the phone and going right to the source in minutes. I'm kind of starstruck. <laughs> Are you really? Actually, yeah. <laughs> like when the emails come in, I get like tingly. Me too. Jason and I literally just got an email from her and we both texted each other like, OMFG, OMG, we're calling her in minutes. In minutes. And there's so much to talk about. The news has been breaking hard and fast. But first, Jason, I just like, I really have to get something off of my very tired, milky chest. <sighs> Because this has been a weird two weeks for me. And I and I can I just be honest with our phonies? Because really that's all I ever am on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna tell them that we have not recorded an episode in two weeks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like normally we try to be on the pulse of pop culture. We like to record our episodes as close to Thursday morning as humanly possible so we can talk about the news as it breaks, right? Yeah. But two weeks ago, our technical producer, Rob, who works so hard to put our episodes of Phone a Friend together every week, had the audacity to go on a family vacation. Can you believe the nerve on this man to go on a lovely Alaskan cruise with his extended family? 
And because I'm not Lizzo or Jimmy Fallon, I did not verbally abuse him or force him to spank a stripper, allegedly. I said, of course, you could take a vacation. Please go, relax, enjoy. We can record two episodes a little early. What could possibly happen in the time you're gone? Two days after he boarded that cruise ship and sailed the high seas for Alaska, this happened. InSync reunited at the VMAs. <laughs> after I asked Chris Kirkpatrick about it, after I talked about it right here on several occasions, predicted it, wished for it, prayed upon it on this very podcast, it happened. And all I wanted to do was talk about it on this podcast, but Rob, our beloved technical producer, the only man who knows how to turn me talking into a show that goes into your ears, was gone, yeah. gone, baby, you're gone. He was gone. And so for the last two weeks, Jason, I don't know what to say. I have just, I have really felt lost, okay? The Alaskan cruise that is my life. Stay with me was lost at sea, aimlessly taking in all of the InSync reunion content without any outlet to talk about it. You know, I drive myself crazy thinking of you, InSync. It's been tearing up my heart. Until now. So, Jason, before we break down the biggest stories of the week with Demois, yeah. can I just quickly put her on hold for a hot minute to do what I've been yearning to do for the past 16 days and break down everything that has happened with InSync since? <laughs> yes, please. That's such a setup. Oh, thank you. I'm dying to hear it. Okay, good. And by the way, I'm calling this InSync, I Want You Back. On September 12th, InSync made a surprise appearance at the VMAs, looking like dads who changed out of their sweatpants to put on suits for the first time in 20 years, which honestly, to me, was hot. Okay? I think they all look surprisingly great. Was there anyone in particular who was doing it for you, Jason? I think they all looked great, but like Lance, obviously, oh, looked the best, was the most put together. Clearly. Took the most clearly. care of himself. I don't know what the most PC yes, way to that's say it is. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's Lance was the best preserved. Yeah. Okay? He's preserved the best. And obviously, it's because he's, you know, one of your people, Jason, and he probably exercises and uses moisturizer and takes care of himself. And his hair is purple. Takes off 10 years. Please. Absolutely. I will admit, can I just tell you this? I felt a little tickle for Joey Fatone. I mean, he looked good. He looked good. He looked happy. He did. You know what he has? He has like a real familiar vibe. Yeah. Like he looks like he could be anyone's cousin. Yeah. Then there was a part of me that was like, well, maybe he just looks like my husband. <laughs> I don't know. He has like kind eyes. He has like some natural grays. I think yeah. he looked great. Agreed. Funny to me that in my prime, he was the one I was least attracted to. But in my elder millennial years, I'm really ready to settle. Oh, yeah. That's fascinating. Right? It's like, oh, he looks comfortable and kind and like he safe. can provide. <laughs> He's safe. Joe, He's the one for me. A little uncomfortable in his like trendy double-breasted suit. He's the one for me. But seeing them come out all together, it was like a warm hug. You know, like it just felt right. 
So they gave the VMA for best pop. And I just want to note, not best pop album, best pop song, best pop artist, just literally best pop, whatever that means to Taylor Swift. And like the rest of us, she had questions for NSYNC. What, like, are you doing something? What's going to happen now? What are you, there's something they're going to, they're going to do something and I need to know what it is. Me too, Tay-Tay, me too. Now, two days later, they revealed it was what I said it would be on this very podcast, which is a song called Better Place in the Trolls 3 soundtrack. Now, when Taylor Swift said, what's going to happen now? I don't think she was hoping for a family-friendly song for a second sequel to a children's movie. But that's what it is. That's what it is. Jason, you had literally never heard of no. Trolls until, until we talked about NSYNC doing no. a song on it. And here we go. So they released this little behind-the-scenes look at the recording of Better Place. Did you watch this? No, I actually haven't seen that. Oh, great. Well, buckle up. Okay. So the song comes out tomorrow, September 29th. But if you are listening to this on Thursday and you cannot wait another day, you can pretty much hear the full song oh. in this video. Listen to this. Yeah, why not? You like it? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's like it's yeah. kind of a jam. It's a, it's it's a jam that we are reacting to with very high pitched <laughs> <Yeah>. voices. <laughs> Which the best jams are. It's very like, you know? yeah. yeah. It's very, yeah. It really is kind of giving me Justin Timberlake circa 2006, my love energy. Mm. You know what I mean? My love. Better play. Like it's, it's, it's like future sex love sounds, but very much no sex. Right. No. I'm not mad at it. But at the end of the video, Justin hugs the guys and says this. I love you guys. That shit is, that shit is epic, man. I love you guys. That shit is, that shit is epic, man. Is it epic, man? Is it? Because is he in most of it? It's good. It's 99% him. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty good. It's good. It's okay. I, you know, I want it to be epic, man. I just feel like it has more of a like a contractual obligation to make music for the Trolls movie and this sequel is about boy bands, so this just kind of made sense, man. Yeah. You know? I will take it because I'm desperate, but I'll also let you know, it's not good enough. Neither is an appearance on Hot Ones, okay? That's not good enough either. Did you watch that, Jason? I thought it was great. Yeah, I too. loved it. Great. Sure. Entertaining. I also did feel like watching Joey Fatone eat wings for 25 minutes felt just like a Tuesday night at Joey Fatone's. Oh <laughs> and we, the elder millennials, need more. Yeah. Okay? And we have been breaking the internet, demanding more. We want an appearance on the Super Bowl halftime show. We want an album. We want a reunion tour. And that's what it is. We are women in our 30s and 40s with children and pretty good salaries and we're ready to spend an irresponsible portion of our earnings on you but this is the thing i don't think nsync planned to do any more this is my hot take 
I don't think they have a tour planned or a spot at the Super Bowl or an album coming. I think they reunited at the VMAs to promote the troll song and they thought that was it. Because when I asked Chris about a reunion six months ago, he clearly had no sense that this was on the horizon. Listen, I want you to listen back, okay? Listen, knowing what we know now, listen to the way he answers when I say, what are the chances that all five members get back together and do something? I mean, I wouldn't say absolutely, but I'd also wouldn't say never. You know, it's okay. not it's not one of those things that, you know, it's, it's never there we're all still friends yeah we all still joke about things all the time you know who knows i mean it it, it could happen it may not happen but in the end you know we were we were a band of of five brothers and and enjoyed everything we got to do and and the experience and and we know that we have great fans out there that would love for us to do something and you know i think it's i think it's a matter of all five of us figuring out a time when, you know what, let's make the band a priority again. And and that's not just Justin, that's not just JC, that's not just Lance, that's not just Joey, it's not just me. It's it's all five of us saying, you know, okay, this this is the time. This is this is when it would work. You're right. It feels like he did not suspect something was going to happen at that moment. Because if no. he did, he would have been at maybe like definitely given a shorter answer. Maybe been a little definitely like, done the cutesy thing, like who knows? Yes, um, which yes, yeah. right? There was none of that. There was nothing teasy. There was not. He was actually like making excuses for why they probably would never get back together. Yeah, he had like a, a, a vibe of like defeat in his voice. Almost, yeah, like, yeah. It was very like making excuses. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It had a real like don't cry because it's over smile because it happened energy. That was really the that was the vibe. And that was six months ago. Like, I'm just saying if they were planning a tour, they would need to be booking stadiums at least that far in advance. But at that time, he had no idea they were going to reunite when he talked to me. None. Lance also said this week that none of them were expecting the mania that ensued after their reunion. And I guarantee you, now, after seeing this appetite for a tour, and by appetite, I mean the drooling, thirsty moms out there waiting to ditch the kids, drink a bottle of Pinot, and drain the college funds in order to hit every piece of the Bye 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 choreo live at their local arena— InSync are seriously considering it. That's what I think. I think the InSync group chat that we uncovered on Phone a Friend is going hard right now. Trying to figure it out. I do. Do you think they'd really like go on a tour? Yes. I just don't think they could ever talk Justin into doing it. That's my only thing. Not, and I, that such feels so obvious to say, but like, I no. really don't picture it. Him doing no, it. but he did this troll thing, and I think the reaction was undeniable. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, what has our man of the woods done lately? Like, not, it's not like he's the one working on a third sequel to a children's movie. Do you know what I mean? He's not Rihanna. Yeah, he was canceled, though. I think that's where he went. I forgot that he was canceled. Yeah, Brittany, the Britney. Janet. Well, this could be the great comeback. And apparently her book has all this stuff, shit coming out about him. I don't know. Also announce the tour first. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Honestly, the elder millennials yeah, have right. forgotten about the cancellation, okay? They yeah, saw right. the five of them appear on stage at the VMAs like an apparition, and they were like, Brittany, who right. let me drain the bank account. <laughs> when are these tickets hitting the market? And let me tell you, there's got to be an option to like buy tickets over the phone or like through the mail because I can't. We're too old to figure out the fucking join this fan club to get this early access. Like, let me put cash in an envelope and receive tickets in return. Okay, (laughs) putting it out there. I'm saying if they announce the tour and I'm telling you, I think they will. I think it's going to be in at least a year. Right? Because they have to put it together starting now. But at least that will give the boys time to get their little marionette devices rigged up and cholesterol Mm -hmm. levels down. And me enough time to create some sort of a Ponzi scheme that will earn me enough money to afford these tickets. Would you go to the NSYNC Stadium tour if it was no Justin but the four of them? Like when the Spice Girls did it without Posh. Oh, Would you still go? This is a great question, and I'm so glad you asked. It's a powerful (laughs) question. So I went to the Spice Girls tour without Posh. I went to the Backstreet Boys tour without Kevin. I have been known to accept a four-person boy band no matter what, you know, because you're still going to get the jams. You're still going to get the pelvic thrusts. Yeah which is really what you came for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But an in-sync tour without Justin is tough. I didn't go to like the Pop 2000s tour with Chris and Joey. I didn't go to that. So like where what where's my line, you know? Does JC sell me the ticket? I'm not sure. I think I need Justin. I would too. Someone literally asked me this week if I wanted to go to see S Club 7 with them in Los Angeles and I had to say like Ooh, it's a tough one, but it's a no for me, dog. Because it's only five of them. (laughs) There's only five. There's some darkness there when you've lost more than one member, and some of them are no longer with us. So I I wasn't ready to paint an S in the sky (laughs) under the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That said, S Club Party Lives On is one of the greatest pop songs of all time. There ain't no party like an S Club Party. Okay, we digress. In conclusion, it makes me ill that I have not been able to be bringing the noise and the news to you as it breaks. But from now on, it's going to be May who stays on the pulse of all things in sync. This I promise you. This has been in sync. I want you back. Oh, that felt good. That felt good. Pent up. You know, this has been bubbling inside me for weeks. I'm glad you got it out. (laughs) Um, I also want to dive deep, deep, deep into the biggest stories in the cultural landscape. It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Okay, so this week, I mean, what a bonanza of pop culture events. We have Taylor Swift... Joe and Sophie, Usher, in sync. I feel like if I were to talk about these stories with Demois on hold, it would be like in sync going on tour with Justin watching from the wings. You know, <laughs> like, why bother? That is why I'm going to do something completely unorthodox today, right here, right now, right away. I'm going to phone a friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. 
I am calling the anonymous woman behind Demois. She used to work in fashion in New York City. She had a fashion blog. And one day during the pandemic, she asked her followers for stories or inside info about celebrities. That one request has grown into an Instagram page with 2 million followers, a merch line, a newsletter, a television series in the works. And somehow she found the time to take my call. But of course, she'll be remaining anon, please. Hi. Hello, Demois. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh my God, my voice just cracked. I don't think it's cracked for any other guests. So congratulations. I'm that excited <laughs> to talk to you. Do What do I call you? Do I call you do, do, I'm unclear on the pronunciation. Okay, that is such a good question because it gets brought up all the time. Okay. People think that like I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's just... It's it's intentional. So it's Demois. Demois is the name of the brand, oui, oui. and people just started calling me Do, even though it's De. Like mm. I'm fully aware that in French it's Un de Trois Quatre Cinq Six. I took French uh, yes. for many years. Oui. A lot of my audience are Canadian, so they're like oh, definitely okay. on the Demois end. <laughs> yeah, bonjour Canadians. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So, yes, I'm very aware that it's duh, but people just say do. do. So, like, I go with it, but I just want to clarify, like, my name isn't Demois, and I need to stop introducing myself as such. Right. It's just the name of the brand. It's the Instagram account name, and I think that the lines get blurred. Mm. I personally get attacked and under fire but my name is not Demois, guys. So what is your name? We could use one of my aliases, oh, okay. which I, is so <laughs> random. One of my friends found out what it was and they were like, what the fuck is this? Like, why did you pick this? Okay, it's Belinda. <laughs> and the reason I picked it is because a Belinda McCartney. Okay, Belinda, Belinda Carlisle. Carlisle. Sorry, my alias, my alias is Belinda McCartney. Belinda Carlisle. She was part of the Go-Go's. You can choose any name in the world for your okay. alias. And you went it's with Belinda. Belinda. <laughs> her, wow. one, of her song, one of her songs was in my head. Okay. This particular day that I created this email address that was to be my alias. Uh-huh. And this was many years ago when the account first started. And I just said, oh, Belinda. I have no idea. I know. My friend said the same thing. They're like, wow. why Belinda? So what does Demois mean? Why did you choose that name? It's just a made-up name, and it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it, it technically, it means two, like the number two and right, me. Right. Um, and the account was originally conceived in 2013 as a fashion and lifestyle account. Uh-huh. And then it went dormant for many years, and I picked it up again in 2020 during quarantine. And I didn't change the name because I didn't know it was going to blow up. I had no idea. Wow. So I just started posting to this old account thinking this could be fun. And um, it blew up. And in the middle of it sort of gaining popularity, I said to one of my friends, I said, should I change the name? It doesn't make sense. And it has nothing to do with pop culture and celebrities. And my friend said, it's too late. It's too late. At this point, it was like, yeah, I had maybe like 400,000 followers. Oh, it's too late. Yeah. My my friend said, it's too late. You can't change it. You know, I've thought a lot about changing my name, Jesse Crookshake. But at this point, it's too fucking late. I love that. I love that. I love that last name. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You must have so many good nicknames. Yeah, like Quick Spank. I mean, none of them are attractive. Oh, no. I love it. Shanky. (sighs) Thanks, too. 
Okay, so now that we're talking about you, the crux of Demois is that it's all anonymous. The sources are anonymous. The submissions are anonymous. You're anonymous. What was the thought behind doing it all anonymously? Because you could have been like a Perez Hilton or a Harvey Levin. Right. Well, I had a full-time job at the time Mm. in 2020 during quarantine and COVID, and I didn't want my coworkers or my boss to find out I was doing this. Right. I was a little bit embarrassed. I don't know. I mean, I admit that now. Mm. At the time, I really wasn't as forthcoming with my feelings about it when people would ask me this question. But I did not grow up with social media. You know, I'm not Gen Z. I could tell by your choice of a Belinda Carlisle inspiring (laughs) your name. Yeah, I got that. She's not not 22. You know, I didn't know what they would think. And I also started spending a lot of time at work managing the account. And I Mm. had to do so very sneakily. I was posting underneath my desk, like my phone would be underneath my desk. I would have to run to the bathroom. I would have to make excuses of why I would be coming to work late. And it was because I was running the account. I would have to take meetings or I'd have phone calls or I'd have interviews with like the New York Times. And, Mm. you know, I didn't want to do those things from work. So I had to come up with a lot of excuses. And I was really nervous that my boss and my coworkers would find out what I was doing so much so when I first started my podcast and I had a Spotify live show, I used a voice distorter. I remember. But that's why. I think people people didn't understand that it was that was the reason. It wasn't because I was like trying to hide from celebrities. I think people thought that I was, you know, posting mean things about celebrities and was trying to hide from them so mm. I wouldn't be caught in like any legal entanglements. But that was never the reason. I think if I think celebrities are powerful enough to find out who I am if they really want to know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Interesting. So uh, that was never why. I mean, yes, I was scared at first of, you know, getting sued or being sent cease and desist, which I've never been sent a cease and desist. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, you know, I was... <laughs> I was nervous about that in the beginning, but that really wasn't the main reason for the anonymity. It was honestly because of my job. I had a career in fashion for many years. I just didn't want people to know I was doing this. But when you quit your job, yeah. Yeah. Once I quit my job, you know, the voice distorter came off and I was advised by my agents and by people in the business to just stay anonymous. They thought it was better for the brand and... Frankly, like my personality, I don't want to be at the forefront. Like mm. I, I'd rather it be about the content. I'd rather it be about the celebrities. I don't want to be personally, you know, a well-known person. I don't want to be a public persona. That's not why I started the account. So I really, really tried to stick with that. But, you know, that being said, like, of course, people that I work with know who I am now. Right. So... Are you aware that the internet is obsessed with trying to reveal your identity? And by the internet, I mean literally me in bed this past Friday, furiously on Reddit, (laughs) like watching videos and trying to figure out if it was your voice. You're aware that people do this. I am, but I don't read or listen to any of it. So my advice to people would be wait till I confirm it before you believe anything that you read on the internet. But isn't that the Um, case with all celebrity news? Like, we always have to wait until Demois confirms it. Right. So this is no different, Mm. and I won't be confirming it. So I guess everyone's just going to have to... You think what they think, and that's that's fine with me. I I don't mind. Okay, 
I could talk about you for this entire interview, and I do want to get back to how you get your information and how celebrities react to it, but there is so much going on in pop culture right now. And so on this show, typically I break down the biggest stories happening in pop culture and then I bring my guest on. But today I was hoping you, the curator of pop culture herself, could break down those stories with me as my first ever honorary co-host. Would you do that, do? Of course. I'd be honored. <gasps> okay, today we have not one host, but do. Welcome. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait, before we dive in, tell me, are there any legal disclaimers I should make out loud as we discuss these alleged celebrity stories? I don't think so. I think if we just use the word allegedly, allegedly. I mean, I'm pretty, yeah, I don't talk about anything that okay. super scandalous okay. that I think we'd have lawyers coming after us. So I, I just think we're okay. I do not want to get sued by Kris Jenner. All right. So no, no. I want to start with a segment that we call on this podcast, Hot Couples Doing Hot Things. Couples, there's so much hot, 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 hotter than us. Except I'm not even sure these people are a couple. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, I think, were you not one of the first to report that this was a possible thing? I was, and I I was alerted the other day that another publication is trying to take credit for breaking this story. No. But on September 9th, I believe it was... I mean, there is a timestamp and everything yes. on my podcast. Yes. I talked about this. So I do think that I was definitely one of the first social media accounts slash celebrity news outlets that started talking about Taylor and Travis being a thing. Now, at the time, I didn't really know the nature of their relationship. So what I talked about on this podcast episode was very vague. Uh. Also, at the time, my my source who gave me the tip about them wouldn't let me reveal the details of the nature of what they were doing. So I had to be very vague. I kept saying they were making an appointment to go somewhere because the person wouldn't let me say exactly mm. where. So people were trying to guess, like, were they going to get a tattoo? Like, were they going to play mini golf? Like, what were they doing? And I couldn't say, and I still right. think the person won't let me say, but now we know that it's true because they've obviously been dating. Yes, September 9th. Who is the outlet that is trying to take credit for that? Oh, I don't want to say. Okay, say, well, TMZ, I don't page six. No, it, it wasn't. Okay, it, it wasn't, wasn't TMZ okay, or good. page six or the Daily up. Mail. It yeah. was someone that I really, I, I, it was an outlet that I really, really don't, it's not on my radar. So I was mm, like surprised, uh, but. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, You know what? I don't even know. I didn't even like, I don't even know who they are anyway. No, I'm, I'm really bad. I'm, I'm so bad. I don't look at really what other outlets are printing except for maybe page six and the Mm. daily mail and people Mm. magazine and, and us weekly from time to time, because I don't want it to, you know, cloud what I'm, I'm printing. I want my information to be authentic from my audience. I don't want to copy what they're saying. That's the whole that's the whole point of my account. So I don't really read what other places are printing, but people send it to me. I mean, right. my 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 audience is literally, I don't know. I'm sure everyone feels this way about their audience, but they are the fucking best. Oh, I, I would be nothing without them. So that's I, my favorite part of running the account is, is the people who um, follow it. 
I feel the same way about my audience, but they don't send me tips about Chris Evans on airplanes. So <laughs> I I feel you. Can, let's okay, go back. Like, wait, I, I'm sorry. I had to go back. It was September 7th. Okay, That's so, when I posted oh, about September 7th. Yeah, it was in my podcast episode, um, Taylor Swift's new love interest, uh, September 7th. Anyone who wants to listen. We you got the receipt first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you, on September 7th, say they, they might have made an appointment together. There might be something happening here. And then there's all these rumors, like his brother is saying, kind of joking about it. He goes to her concert. He says, I'm going to shoot my shot. He invites her to a game. I think there's just like, I'm sorry to use a Belinda expression, a whole lot of hullabaloo about nothing. <laughs> Cut to... She goes to his game this past Sunday, shows up in full Kansas City Chiefs wear. She's cheering him on with his mom. She leaves with him in his convertible. They're like driving off into the sunset. What is happening, do? Are they just fucking with us or are they fucking? That's the end of the question. <laughs> I I want to say a little bit of both. Well, not a little bit of the of them fucking. I think they definitely are um involved in an intimate relationship. In fact, like I had eyewitness people tell me that at the after party, she was all over him. They were making out. They couldn't stop touching. I mean, it's hot. It's fucking hot. I know. I know. Uh, I, I know. Never, I, did you hear that? I think I just... I think you I, orgasm. I orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What a I morning. Know, they, make a, they make a hot couple. Like I'm like very into this, but I do think they're playing it up. You know, he's a ham. He had a reality show. Yeah. He has a podcast. He's talking about it on his podcast. That was, that was released today. Well, Trav, um, how's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? <laughs> I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in great light. But um, <laughs> to see the slow motion chest bumps, to see the right. high fives with mom, to see how, you know, Chief's Kingdom was all excited that she was there. That sh was absolutely hysterical. It was definitely a game I'll remember. That's for damn sure. I was shocked that he's even talking about it. Like, which one of taylor swift's past boyfriends have ever went on record talking about taylor swift you know he didn't yes. say that much he didn't reveal that much but he was very coy he was very cute but who who talks about taylor swift which one of her you know people that she's dating none this is like a first that he's being so open about it i love it i, think I everyone's love gonna it eat it up too because it takes and first of all as i said i'm canadian many of my listeners are canadian we're not football people necessarily up in my country i didn't even really know who this large man was until he maybe was dating taylor swift can you give us just like the dating app profile of travis kelsey is he a catch why or why not i don't know that much about him and i've only heard his name this year mm. for some reason and i don't know why because i think the the dating show he was on was old. I don't yes. I don't think it was recent. So for some reason this year, my readers started asking me a lot about him. I think he won the Super Bowl. Did he not oh, win the oh, Super maybe Bowl? The <laughs> I we're think, the worst. I should have no we idea. Google that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. We don't I think even he know. won the Rihanna show. You know what okay, I mean? Got yeah. it. Okay. So maybe after that, mm. Everyone wanted to know about him and wanted to know who he was dating. He did have a girlfriend. So they had, at one point, they had thought him and the girlfriend got back together. He does go out. He's seen a lot at bars and clubs. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily like mingling with the normies. Like he might be in a VIP section, but he is seen out a lot. I get a lot of sightings of him. So he became of interest. Right. And so that's when I first started 
learning about him because of my readers. Like, mm. I had no idea. So I don't know that much about him. I know he likes to go out. I know he is a big personality. I know yeah. he dated um, someone, her name. Oh, this is terrible. I think it's like Kayla Nicole is her name. I'm not really sure what she does. No, but it sucks to be Kayla Nicole right now. Right, but they had but they had broken up, I think, you know, months ago. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I really know about him. Right. I don't know that much about him. He hosted SNL. He's like yes. funny. I think it takes a a real big personality to see Taylor Swift on stage at a stadium and go, you know what? I'm going to date her. Like, to have that confidence is wild. Um, Confirmed, just Googled, he did win the Super Bowl, the okay. Rihanna. He won the <laughs> Rihanna show, just okay. so you know. Okay. I, I feel like I don't even know if Taylor Swift knew who he was or what he did, because the day after the game, you posted what you think is a cheat sheet someone may have made for her that she accidentally left at the game. For anyone who did not see this on the demo feed, it's too incredible to not describe. Right. Well, people had um, a very strong reaction to this. I don't know why. First of all, I said allegedly. Sure. This was something that was given to Taylor allegedly by someone on her team. I never said Taylor wrote it. People were like, that's not her handwriting. No, it and was I, clearly I was written like, for her. Yes. And I was like, no one ever said it was her handwriting. Like, people don't really, reading comprehension is like an issue for people on the internet. So <laughs> they don't, didn't understand that I was told that someone had given this to her. Right. And someone had allegedly left it behind at Prime social which was the location of the after party after the game where she was so i don't know who wrote it nothing's confirmed but it was really funny to think which i thought it was very lighthearted. but people were like so offended by this like lighten up get a life so cute in the note it's it's like here's who the the chiefs are here are their star players here's what music they play here's what you should wear to the game and it's like has these little things like have fun be you i mean I wish people would give me that kind of information about every place I go. It's very helpful. Exactly. But people were really offended. Apparently, oh. she's a longtime Eagles fan. Okay. Um, so they, which is, an, which is a football team um, from Philadelphia, and they were offended that she would even need these notes because <gasps> she knows the game of football. So okay. the Swifties need to chill out because, yeah. like, it was fun. It was lighthearted. I never said that it was confirmed that these were given to her. They take everything too seriously and too far. Yeah. Um, and, and there's got to be a unique cross-section of, like, football fans and Swifties when those two things meet it's like uh, stay away do you know what I mean exactly well yeah that's a good point those are probably the people in the comments that were like the most offended so yeah they've actually just canceled me for revealing I didn't know if Travis Kelsey won the Super Bowl or not I've actually been yeah I'll never record another episode after this (laughs) (laughs) they're they're in the comments right now (laughs) Taylor Swift by the way because I want to move on but I also want to say she has like a couple months off from this tour She's not on vacation. She's not laying low at the spa. She's out here putting in fucking work, like sending people into a frenzy at a football game, dating, roaming the streets of New York City, making all the headlines. She doesn't take a damn break. No, she is single-handedly carrying entertainment news on her back right now. She she is... 100%. Yeah, she is the one that is, you know, keeping the headlines rolling. There's a a new headline literally every hour about her and Travis Kelsey. It's like crazy. And I'm sure people are coming to my account trying, you know, know, for that reason. But I I think it gets to a point where it's overkill. 
Right. You know, I, I said what I, I know about what happened this past weekend. It's actually going to be on my podcast episode this week. And that's it. Like, what, what else is there to say? You know, Please. people want, do they want like a play by play of what happened in the bedroom? Like, we're not going to get that. Uh, well, um, if you do get it, I would like it. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> As a fan of yours, I'd like it. Okay. I've already Noted. orgasmed once just at the thought of them <laughs> touching each other in a public setting. So please. Okay. Um, so let's move yeah. on then from Taylor Swift, from romance to divorce, because as we say on this show, do it's been a hot divorce summer. Hot divorce summer. But yes. we have entered cold lawsuit fall. Cold lawsuit fall. So days after Joe Jonas filed for divorce from Sophie Turner, she filed a lawsuit against him and then went out for like a tipsy girls dinner with Taylor Swift that very night. Now there are accusations that Joe is the villain here. He's been manipulating the press to make her look bad the whole time. Celebrity friends are taking side. Like what is actually happening? Do the Belinda. <laughs> um, well, I think that, I mean, let me start at the beginning. Please. This is what I have heard and pieced together from things that I've heard from various sources. You know, in the beginning, when it was leaked that he was visiting a divorce attorney, it was never the 100% intention on either parties to file for divorce. Wow. I think that was a move on his part to sort of nudge her to do whatever she was doing that he didn't agree with let's mm. say let's put it let's put it that way right um i don't i don't know exactly what she was doing i mean there's been speculation that she was out partying that she was um in london you know going out a lot i mean maybe that was it maybe he didn't like her doing those sorts of things when he wasn't around i don't know that that's my speculation mm. but i did hear that the news leaking on TMZ of him going to see the divorce attorney was sort of supposed to be like a wake-up call for her. Oh, like his and, team leaked that intentionally. I mean, that's what I heard. Mm. I don't, I can't say for sure. sure. I mean, someone had a tip off TMZ. Right. Who, yeah. who else would it be? You know, right. like who, how many people know that information? Mm -hmm. uh, um, the law firm certainly did. Would mm -hmm. they, would they tip off TMZ? I don't know. I've, right. I've, I've, I've had um, people who worked at law firms give me tips about things. Huh. So I don't know who exactly leaked it. This is all my speculation. So in between that being leaked and them actually filing for divorce, apparently there was some footage on a ring cam of in what? the UK, yes, I heard this. of what? I don't think it was like as devious as people think in their minds. Mm. Whatever was on that ring cam, I think pushed him to file. Now, this is the part that I really don't understand, but she came back to New York from the UK. They were seen together last Monday. Right. Twice by my readers, and then page six posted a picture. Mm. That someone had taken of them having lunch with their daughters. And then two days after that, she sued him. There were court documents where she was alleging that he was keeping the children in the United States. Yes. Like against her will. Abducted. Right. I think maybe that word was used. And his representative had to come out on record and be like, he, he's not abducting the children. So at some point last week, it got nasty. I don't know nasty. why. Nasty. And can I 
ask you this because you have, I've heard you say this before, is that celebrities do not have to be photographed, right? Like there is a way to live a very private life. Most A-listers would hide from paparazzi mid-divorce to try to get through it quietly. But these two really do seem to be like fighting to get the best shot. He's out here with the kids. She's out with the kids. He's out with his brothers. She's out with fucking Taylor Swift. Like you couldn't draw more attention to yourself during this time. Why are they doing that? I mean, like, do they have to dine at Via Corroda or the Carbone or where? Like, why would they do that? Well, I think that Sophie went to meet Taylor specifically to be seen. I mean, it was a power move. I loved it. It was like a moment. Mm. And mm. I'm here for it. You know, she her name got dragged in the beginning. There were a lot of very unsavory things printed about her. So I'm here for her, you know, going out with arguably the most famous woman <laughs> woman yes. on the planet right now. Yes, the woman who was carrying celebrity news on her back is, I believe, what you said a few moments ago. Yes. Exactly. So I'm all for that move. Um, I do think it was intentional. Via Carota delivers. They could have had it. <laughs> oh, like the apartment. restaurant they went to, like, does takeout. I think, yeah, they do. <laughs> I've heard that they do. Um, right. They could have eaten at Taylor's apartment. They chose right. to go there. Okay, right. gotcha. But, but, which, I, which I support, you know, I, I love there's that. anything wrong with that so that same night down the street joe yeah. jonas and his brother were seen at i believe the holiday bar mm. that is also a very popular celebrity hotspot so they're both picking to go to very popular celebrity hotspots i mean right. there are thousands of restaurants in new york city that they could have went to if they wanted to dine out and they're picking two very popular celebrity mm. hotspots so is it intentional we can speculate that yes it was and are you getting tips like Sophie and Taylor are out at Via Corona right now as they're there? Yes. yes. And so do yes. you post right away? Do you wait no. until they're... No. I didn't post right away because I wanted to make sure that they were very far from the location once I posted. But something like this, it's all about timing and the mm. paparazzi beat me to it. Yes. And the paparazzi pictures were posted before I was able to post. But when something like that happens, like I'm fine with it. Like I'm all about the safety of celebrities. Mm -hmm. Like I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, the paparazzi knew they were there. I yes. think that by the time they left, a small crowd had gathered outside of Via Corota trying to see them. And that, that wasn't because I posted and I never want that to be the reason right. of something I posted. So I wait, but then I, when sometimes I wait, I'm not, you know, I don't get it out there first, which yeah. I'm fine with. Well, I like that because we all saw what happened to that small New Jersey town when she went to that engagement dinner. Yes. It was like she ruined the fishing competition or something. It was a big <laughs> deal. Okay, what's next? What's next? Oh, this past Sunday, it was announced that Usher would be headlining the Apple Music halftime show at the Super Bowl. And because the only thing bigger than Apple Music and the Super Bowl is Kim Kardashian, she, for some reason, was in the big announcement video. You have tea about this, right? Yeah, so I was told by a couple people before Usher announced that the halftime show was going to be centered around boy bands. It was right. going to be in, in sync, Backstreet Boys, my literal wet degrees. Yes. Yeah, and that was solid information. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, Usher is announced last minute. Somebody told me that they got him to agree in 24 hours. So <gasps> I'm not exactly sure what happened with in sync. I did hear that it did have something to do potentially with money. They wanted to give Justin Timberlake more money than the rest of the guys Ooh. or something something <gasps> like that. 
I, I don't I don't know exactly. So they, I guess, had to pull out. But now people are telling me that there's still going to be a uh, guest. Are they really? Ushers. That's what I. That's what people are saying. That they're still they're still negotiating. They're still trying to figure out a way for Insync to come out and be a guest, surprise guest of Ushers. But they're not headlining. That, uh, that, that's that's what I think that people are misunderstanding. They were supposed to headline. Now they're not. But that doesn't mean that they still might not. They might come out. Okay. By the way, second orgasm of the episode. I mean, <laughs> to quote Usher, just the prospect of InSync being on the Super Bowl stage. I've reached climax. Wow. I mean, that's what I heard. I don't know. I don't work okay. for the Super Bowl and I'm not like, you know, in okay. meetings privy to the contracts. That's just what I had heard. Okay. Oh my God. Can we just talk about InSync for a hot minute? Sure. Because my theory that I broke down before calling you is that they had no intention to tour. They only reunited for this troll song. But now that the moms are thirsting for the stadium tour, I think they might actually put it together. Am I wrong? What do you know that I don't? Well, Justin Timberlake is working on new music, so he's definitely touring next year. So at first, I had heard that NSYNC was touring, but I think that people were getting that confused with mm. the fact that Justin Timberlake is now touring. Because I do get a lot of tips from people who work at stadiums. Right. Because you have to book a stadium right. tour exactly. like a year in so advance. That, that's yeah. where I think like the confusion came in, that people were telling me it was in sync. Because maybe they didn't know. Like maybe they just saw a name like Justin Timberlake like on the roster and thought in sync. But then I was later corrected that it's just Justin He's coming out with new music, but I think he will bring them out for a few shows. That's what I think. That's just my guess. I don't know if I can handle that, do. I mean... Well, the thing is, like, people are going to be upset because, uh, like, what cities devastated. is he going to bring them out at and what cities isn't he? So maybe he won't. I don't know, but... Wow. Okay, you've sort of disappointed me. You've crushed my dreams a little bit, but I that's okay. We can move on. I mean, um, who knows? Maybe like you said that they'll they're seeing this momentum. I mean, that's what I think it is. The the ladies went feral for this information, so maybe they're going to say, "Okay, let's put something together quick." But I don't know. Like everyone has to agree to that. Would mm. Justin agree to that when he already has his own solo stuff going on? Isn't right. there like a slight conflict of interests for him? I don't right. know. I I do love that. The ladies went feral. They really did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of tips about celebrity PR relationships, which is when two celebrities get together to basically sort of stage a romance for publicity. So I'm going to list some celebrity couples. You tell me if they are de moi or de nah. Okay. In a game I'm calling de moi or de nah. Do moi or do nah. Okay, you okay. ready? Uh -huh. Timothy and Kylie, moi or nah? De moi. Mm. Kendall and Bad Bunny. De moi. Mwah. Okay. <laughs> Arena Shake and Tom Brady. Ooh, she's like kind of thirsty. Agreed. I'm going to say they definitely got together mm -hmm. like to hook up because mm -hmm. they're just like two hot people, but Very I'm going to go with... De nah. Because okay. she's like thirsty. Yeah. And she wants to be with Bradley at the end of the day. At the end of the day, she does. And I think she's trying to make him jealous. And she was yeah. trying to like make out with Leonardo DiCaprio Coachella. Like I, yeah. okay. But if I looked like Arena Shake, I would be doing all of those things. So Same. no shame. <laughs> Selena Same. Gomez and my second husband, Jeremy Allen White. Oh, that was fake news. 
Oh, okay. So Dana. Dana. Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. Well, I mean, they were just at Disney World this past weekend. As seen on my page. As seen on my page. Yeah, it's a moi exclusive. Um, de moi. I mean, oh. if they're... I mean, listen, they blew up their lives, so it better, be, it better be better be. She not blew for up her life for SpongeBob. But yeah. uh, hey, now they're at Disneyland and they're doing so good for right. them. Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham Jr. You broke this weeks ago. Exactly why I think it's de moi, because <sighs> she was trying to hide it. Oh, yeah. uh, and now that it's out, like now that mainstream news sources, People Magazine, et cetera, are talking about it, you think that's because her team, weeks after you posted it, her team finally said, okay, you're allowed to, to share this? Yeah, I think that probably someone on her team gave them the green light. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. Okay, Tyga and Avril Lavigne, de moi de ne. Didn't they break up? Oh, you mean when they were together? De Okay. okay. I heard it was real. First okay. of all, Tyga is like, he gets with like, he scores. Like, he. I want to know what he's like in real life. Like, he must be a great guy. We don't know a lot about him. I feel like he's pretty low-key. Tyga is the Ethan Slater of the hip-hop community. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I really think he is. Yeah. I think that was real because I also think she blew up her engagement mm-hmm. with Mod Sun for yes. Tyga. That's what yes. I heard. So I do oh. think that was real. Okay, last but not least, Pete Davidson and this person that he's supposedly dating as of literally five days ago. Oh, Madeline Klein yes. from Outer Banks. Okay. Um, yeah, that's like not, that's de moi. They're oh. just having having fun and hooking up. Oh, and that's how you play de moi or de na. De moi or de na. I want to tell you about a time I had a celebrity on my show and he was on the podcast and he mentioned Demois. Uh, I guess a photo was secretly taken of him out. You posted it and he felt like it was a real invasion of privacy. So how do you sort of respond to people who think what you're doing is is wrong? Is this Dan Levy? Yes. Did you hear about that? Of course. <laughs> oh, God. If a celebrity has an issue with a picture, mm-hmm. a bunch of celebrities have reached out and told me, and a bunch of celebrities have reached out and told me there is no issue. So I think it depends, like, who you are. You know, for him, he thought it was an invasion of privacy. Somebody else might not think it is. Like, you're in a restaurant. You're in a public place. How is that any different than a paparazzi taking a picture of you? You don't think paparazzis, you know, if, if somebody's eating al fresco at a restaurant paparazzi gets pictures of them eating al fresco you don't think paparazzi have have gotten pictures of celebrities eating like at a window of a restaurant same thing yes yeah why is it why is it any different why am i held at a different standard i'm not reinventing the wheel it's the same thing the paparazzi do so i don't know don't be a celebrity i'm pretending to know what eating al fresco means so just... oh it means eating it means eating outside oh like eating it, outside. there's like yes. an outside yes. area of a restaurant oh. which in new york you know Please. i, I love forget where dan, dan levy's was i think it was la and it was inside it wasn't mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. and he was on a date and i think that's why he felt it was more violating than if he had been photographed eating dinner with Sarah Paulson, who I think he's good friends with. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have cared as much. I think he felt that he went on this date. Nobody, you know, he doesn't want his dating life out there. 
I don't think he talks about his dating life ever. I've seen interviews of him. I think he's a pretty private person. Mm -hmm. People that read are reading it don't take it as seriously as the person, which I'm not that I'm not trying to say that to minimize his feelings. Like I apologize if he felt that it was um, invasive. I don't ever want to make somebody feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but you know, don't be famous. I don't know what to say. Like, again, I'm not reinventing the wheel. Like the paparazzi do the same thing. Has a celebrity ever personally DM'd you and asked you to take a post down? Yeah. And will you? Yeah. It's supposed to be like all fun, lighthearted, fun. It's Mm -hmm. not mean-spirited or I'm not out to get anyone, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you do draw lines in the sand, you still have to keep it a little bit salacious. So to me, something like talking about somebody's dating life is pretty low stakes gossip. Right. Unless they're married, which Mm. I do talk about cheating. But again, like, you know, I have to post something. It's, you know, a celebrity news and they want the juice. So it's like some things that I won't definitely post about, forget it. But then there are other things like, like I said, I have to keep it juicy. So where, what do I do? You know, Mm. dating to me is not that big of a deal. You don't have to name names. By all means, please do if you want to. But who's like the most shocking person that submits tips to you? You mentioned people who work at stadiums, people in law offices, like has a celebrity's assistant ratted yes. out their boss. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Not uh, they ratted out like after they left. Right. Like a bad boss. Not while they're working. Has a momager with a pixie cut ever leaked info about one of her five daughters? No. Chris mm. Jenner's not in my DMs. No. Okay. No. Okay. I know people love to think I get like information directly from the Kardashians, but I don't. <laughs> okay. I'd be breaking a lot more Kardashian news, I think, yeah. if they did. It runs the gamut. Like literally everyone that you just said at one point has contacted me. Wow. Do celebrities ever give you tips about themselves? Not really, no. Mm. I mean, maybe they submit an email anonymously through my website. That way I can't see it's from them. That might have happened. I have no idea. Wow. And I think like one thing that you do is you you share what people's experiences with a celebrity is, whether it's good or bad. And my feeling is like if a celebrity is rude and that could now be reported on Demois literally the same day, maybe they should think about not being rude, you know? Well, exactly, which is why I post those type of encounters i mean people will you know argue like they're human and they have good days and bad days i get it i totally get it yes people are human and they have good days and bad days but it's like how much effort does it take to just like suck it up if you're having a bad day and just be polite do you know what i mean like (laughs) please i mean i can't stop with you it's it's true it's absolutely true I mean, you have a responsibility when, you, when you're, yes. when you're you know, um, a notable person to just... I mean, please, when people come up to me, you know, I don't make eye contact, but everybody <laughs> else should absolutely be kind and respectful, okay? So you're inundated with these stories about celebrities in the wild, who was kind, who was not. Before I let you go, I need you to share your insider knowledge in a rapid-fire game I am calling Do's News. Do's News. Are you ready? Oh my gosh, yes, I'm so nervous. Go ahead. You should be. The stakes have never been higher. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you hear about the most for being the nicest? Oh God, these are so hard. Um, Oh God, Paris Hilton. Oh, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, I love Paris that. Yeah. Jason, my producer, is obsessed with her. He's going to be so happy to hear that. Who do you hear the worst stories about? It was J Lo, but I think she's softened since she married Ben Affleck. 
because oh. I haven't heard anything recently about J-Lo. Okay. Who has a great public reputation but is secretly like a dick behind the scenes? One person's coming to mind because it caused like a lot of conflict with her fans, but I guess I'll say Haley Steinfeld. <gasps> wow. Who's the worst tipper? I feel like I just heard something bad about Justin Bieber. Okay, that's tough. Well, he has to save his money for those croc jib bits. <laughs> so I've heard things about Drake. <gasps> uh, who's the best tipper? Who's the most generous? Oh, gosh, so many. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Recently, I talked about Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Uh-huh. Um, over tipping. Tipping hundreds of dollars, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many generous celebrities who um, leave big tips. Listen, if I left like a $250 tip, I would be like, please report this to Demois. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, listen, like it's equal. Like there are celebrity bad tippers are equal to the celebrity great tippers. Who lies about the work they've had done? (laughs) All male celebrities. (gasps) I love that. Oh my God. Yes. That Tom Brady hairline. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Please. And that's how you play Do's News. Do's News. Uh, Demois. Demois. Thank you for taking my call. I feel like I know you so well, but I don't even know your name. So that's <laughs> weird. You're just going to be Belinda in my mind forever Belinda. and always. Belinda McCartney. Perfect. Maybe one day we'll go get a drink together at Via Carota. Okay. Me and Belinda. <laughs> um, follow at Demois on Instagram and TikTok. Go to demerch.com to shop merch or the book Anon Please, which comes out on paperback. Is it November 21st? It is. Yes. Um, do, do, thank you for being my official first ever co-host. I'm honored. I'm going to be lurking in your stories in like 12 minutes. But until then, <laughs> we just have to say bye. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great meeting you. This was so much fun. Bye. Okay, bye. De I mean... That was thrilling. Was it everything you dreamed it would be, Jace? So good. So good. You two need a spinoff podcast. Yeah, can we just have her every week, please? No? Okay. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting word it's a hard no. It's you and me, Jace, in it for the long haul. After the break, we're going to do something very new and very angry. Okay, I have a bone to pick with something and I'm not holding back. I am leaving my first ever angry voicemail. Find out what's making me mad next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back! And normally, I would pull up Ye ol answering machine to check my voicemail and answer a question from you. But today, I'm going rogue. We're trying something new here, okay? Because I have a little hate in my heart today, a little rage in my soul. And when I'm feeling angry, I don't confront the thing I'm angry about head on. I call it and leave it a passive-aggressive voicemail for one minute in a new segment I'm calling Angry Voicemail. Jason, can you please put one minute on the clock? Okay, 60 seconds. Ready? Three, two, one. Hi, this is a message for the cutesy little new term, spooky season. Hey guys, put on my skeleton onesie because it's spooky season. No, no. Since when are we calling the day after Labor Day through to Halloween spooky season? Since we wanted to promote Halloween tablescapes starting September 5th on Instagram? No! Halloween is one day. Yes, there is some buildup. There's some excitement for, I'm going to say, a few weeks prior. But I will not accept a whole new season. 30 seconds. Back in my day, we had four seasons. We had winter, spring, summer, and fall. Yes, I'll throw in holiday season. I'll even accept award season. But I refuse to accept spooky season. Because in September, I'm still recovering from summer. I'm still hiding in my maxi dresses. I'm too scared to try on my jeans. I'm trying to get back to school, back to work. I don't have time to embrace spooky season. I don't need to feel pressure to celebrate spooky season, okay? Give me a damn minute before I can turn my attention to Halloween, which I love, but which historically and temporally speaking is one day <sighs> it's a I'm, I'm honestly just speechless but um agreed i'm literally like i'm bleeding from from my nose <laughs> and sweating and then jason just hits me with an agreed i'm glad i'm glad you feel as <laughs> passionately as i do about spooky season i don't want to hear it i don't want to see it i don't want it in an instagram caption it's not a thing okay that's all i'm saying I like angry voicemail. Yeah. Like, by all means, please continue to leave me messages. I listen to them all. The the number is in the description of this episode, and I will never stop checking my voicemail and answering your questions. But I just think when I feel rage in my heart about something that I know is wrong, okay, something that needs to be addressed by a brave singular voice, like spooky season, 
I will stand up and use my voice, my platform for good and speak out against evil. Like, again, spooky season in my new segment, Angry Voicemail. And that's our show. And what a show. Huge thanks to Demois. What a coup to get do. <laughs> Jason, thank you as always. Thank you. You're the best. And phonies, I'd like to leave you with thoughts and prayers for an in-sync reunion. And I can't think of a better song to end this episode with than... I want you back. Uh, yeah. I want you back, Joey, Justin, Chris, JC, and Lance, doing choreo at arenas at an affordable ticket price. <laughs> and phonies, I want you back next week. We'll talk Thursday. Bye, Jay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Friend was created by our mom, Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a Friend is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.